Welcome back. It's the 1 o'clock hour here on the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Thank you to Tim Dara uh, for stopping by in the uh, first hour of the program, as well as our buddy David Kaplan. Cappy brought to us year-round by our friends at heartlandflags.com, heartlandflags.com. Uh, thank you for making it possible for us to have Cappy on each and every week. Coming up this hour, just a couple of guests. Bama Bob, bottom of the hour, back into the college football playoff rankings that were unveiled last week week number two uh but right now time to talk some college basketball ready or not here it comes and i think a lot of people are ready uh kevin layman joins us basketball analyst does a ton of games done of the local games but uh, he's all over the college basketball map during the season and he joins me kevin ken miller great to catch up with you must be that time of year kevin how's things i'm doing well kenny how about yourself and yeah the, the leaves are turning color so it's time to start on the hardwood. Yeah, no doubt about it. Now, have you done any exhibition games yet, Kev, or will you uh, begin your workload here in the uh, this uh, this coming uh, week? Okay, I've already had two my belt. Uh, I had Iowa's opener against William Jewell in that exhibition, and then I had the Panthers on Sunday. The comeback. North Carolina broke. Yeah, Eldon, Eldon and uh, Ben Miller brought that team back from North Carolina, and it was we actually had a reunion that weekend of the 89-90 and 90 team that Eldon Miller coached that went to the, the first team for the Panthers that went to the NCAA tournament, uh, beat Missouri that year, had beaten Iowa in the Unidome. So it was a really fun weekend to bring back some of those guys. Their their uh, hairlines were a little bit <laughs> yeah, and their stomachs were a little bit larger. Yeah, I bet they were. Hey, um, let's um, let before we preview because I want you to I want you to give me some insight on the two Valley teams, on what's going on up in Ames and then over in Iowa City. But Kevin, from where you sit, how big a talker is it going to be throughout the season, or maybe it's just the first little while in the season? The scandal that the uh, that the feds are uh, are now looking on look now looking into. They've made some arrests and are pursuing criminal uh, activities here. How big of a talker is that going to be this season? Will this overshadow the basketball season? Do you think? Well, Tom Izzo made a, uh, an interesting comment that his that Judd Heathcote told him, "Whatever business you're in." percent of it that don't do it above board so he kind of relayed that to the basketball arena that there's a small portion but it's putting a black cloud over this entire college basketball season and i heard what kathy said to you kenny i agree with him 100 percent we're going at the fbi mm-hmm. and their pace and the department of justice they don't care about college basketball and whether you've got a game right mike boyton the oklahoma state coach he found out that his assistant was involved in this through uh, looking at his phone as he was boarding a plane. He had no inkling this was coming down. So they're not going through the normal channels that the NCAA does. This is their deal, the FBI and the Department of Justice. But you wonder about this, Kenny. They're dealing with guys that are doing Ponzi schemes in the yeah. millions. Yep. How long is this going to keep their attention we're talking about giving a player one hundred grand mm-hmm. to funneling toward uh, to Louisville. So, does the FBI, will the Department of Justice, they have bigger fish to fry? How how in depth will they go with this? And obviously, they have subpoena power. They have uh, other abilities that the NCAA doesn't have, which I think is great because play has their hands tied so much mm-hmm. when they investigate these issues. 
Well, we come out, we as college basketball fans, let me let me phrase it this way. Will college basketball come out on the other side of this investigation in a better place, do you think, Kevin? does Is this a needed reset, if you will? I think it does in the end, Kenny, but it's going to be a bloodbath yeah. until that time comes. There's going to be some names and some coaches that are going to surprise you that probably going to lose jobs. There's going to be some jobs open up and maybe some high-profile jobs. Not a lot, but, you know, it doesn't take much for the dominoes to start falling when a couple really open up. Other coaches go that direction. You know, we're hearing about already Matt Campbell for Iowa State football. Yeah, Those dominoes start to fall. Uh, and we know we see how that happens in college sports. So I think that will have repercussion. But, you know, there's been cheating and recruiting in college sports from the beginning of time. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if they'll ever end. Uh, we've had scandals in the past. You know, we've had point-shaping scandals in college basketball. We've had recruiting scandals. But I don't think we've ever had one, Kenny, where you actually have the powers that are investigating that we have in today's event. Mm. Kevin Lehman, basketball analyst, joining us. We'll get to the uh, the big four in our state here uh, momentarily. Kevin, in the two uh, preseason or the exhibition games that you've called, um, what do you think that fans sitting in arenas and watching on TV, it seems like there's there's one area that officials concentrate on at the beginning of every single year. And then maybe as the year goes on, they're not quite as stringent, if you will. They're a little bit more lax. They don't call it um, as intensely as they did early in the year. What is that going to be this year, Kevin? What are you noticing officials zeroing in on, at least early in the season? Well, Kenny, I always ask officials, uh, talk to them in the summer. I've got a good friend that does valley work about the rule changes. Now, two years ago was the big change in protecting the offensive player, the cylinders they talked about, setting up post-play. They say that every year. I think the one that they don't do, Kenny, is the cutters being bumped coming off screens. They talk about it, but you always teach your defender to impede that cutter in some way. I think you're going to see that's the one that kind of slides as it goes on. Mm-hmm. They're really focused on protecting that cylinder of the offensive player, which means he has to have the ability to pass, shoot, and dribble and can't be in. Mm-hmm. Of course, the block charge call, that's always an issue, but I like the restricted area now. They've cleaned that up where if you're in that restricted area and make a play to block the shot and leave your feet, you don't necessarily have a block call on you so you've seen that go the nba way the offense is just like college football kenny this is all geared to put more points (laughs) on the scoreboard and make it a more pleasurable game for the fans to watch yeah and i understand that uh with the big four classic with with now the big 10 uh expanding their regular conference the number of regular conference games it looks as though uh that the big four classic that some people would probably tell you that they is may have uh, maybe have run its course or may be nearing its end i like the event i mean i it's it's never going to we're never going to see iowa or iowa state visiting the mcleod or visiting the nap again unfortunately well never's a long time but it's 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 probably it's not very probable that we'll we'll see that the big Big Four Classic, it sounds as though maybe it's on its last legs. Will you miss it, Kevin? I will because I think they finally picked a date, Kenny. It was the weekend when finals were over, and we had some a lot of alumni back. So I really like the crowd that came in there. Uh, 
So when they settled in on that weekend, they started having sellouts. I thought that was a good fit because you could come back to Des Moines, you could see your school play. But I'm with you. With the expansion of the Big Ten scheduling, this is not going to last. And when I was at Northern Iowa, I talked to Derek Netton, who does the scheduling, and I said, hey, you got, pro- you got problems now trying to get teams to come to McLeod Center, trying to get quality games. It's going to get worse when the Big Ten expands to 20 games. And he looked at me and said, well, I didn't think of that, but you're right. That's going to happen. Because mm. you look at what Northern Iowa has to do now, right. going to North Carolina. They had to do, a, I believe it's a two-for-one two one to yep. get that game. Yeah. And, you know, who's going to do that again after they beat North Carolina at rank number one? <laughs> when I was at Northern Iowa, Kenny, we had, and Elder Miller said, we have one of the best schedules of any mid-major team because we had either Iowa State in the Unidome or Iowa in there every year. Yep. And we had a we got a four-game series with Nebraska, two home and two there. So we had an outstanding schedule to sell. Tough to do that now. And if I'm Fran McCaffrey, I'm not going to that McLeod Center, and I'm not going back to Map Center. I don't, Fran. I don't like his decision, yeah. and I don't blame him for making that decision. Yeah, unfortunately, it's the right decision. It's at the expense of college basketball fans, and you know that want to see. Want to see Iowa or want to see Iowa State in uh, in, in Des Moines at the Knapp Center or at the at the, the McLeod uh, throughout the year? Uh, Kevin Lehman, basketball. Hey, Kenny, yep. Kenny, let me let me make one more point here. Kenny, I was at the Big Twelve meeting, mm-hmm. and I'm sitting with Bob Huggins and some of those other, you know, those Bill Self. They would really like to see those Power Five conferences, and maybe you throw the Big East in there and the Americans get in there and have their own division because is we can't do things because we get outvoted by the Division threes and the Division twos, right. the mid-majors and low-majors, and we ever try to change anything. So it, what may happen in the future is you're going to have those leagues separate themselves from the others. I don't think that's a bad idea, Kevin. I really don't. And Look, I root for the little guy, but the little guy shouldn't have the same clout as the, as the big schools, in my opinion. Don't you think it's the, that that's the case? Well, that's what Bob Huggins said. You know, we I spent agree with an Bob. hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Bob said we spent an hour, we spent an hour and a half on phone calls. He walked out in his Division Three buddy, and who was a Division Three coach? He goes, "Hey, that's how I recruit by phone calls. I don't have a budget to get on the road." <laughs> well, they get outvoted mm-hmm. on some of those issues, which you're comparing apples to oranges in the amount of scheduling, travel, recruiting, and you know, cost of attendance. Now that those uh, power five schools can give players. So it's the separation is getting greater and greater. And of course, what makes the NCAA tournament great, Kenny, is the underdog yep. upset. Yep. So, you know, we get, I'm afraid if we take that away, we might lose some of the luster of March Madness. That's a fair point. That's a fair point. Let's start with Drake as we move to the, to the, the four schools that moved the needle in, uh, in, in the state of Iowa here. First of all, do you know anything uh, about their new AD, Brian Harden? He's a, he's a local guy. Certainly got an impressive resume. Um, you know, not knowing who else was, who's, who else's hat was in the ring, I think Drake probably got a pretty, uh, did, did very well with Brian Harden. Do you know him at all, Kevin? I do not, Kenny, but I, as you and I know, Des Moines is so hungry for a winning basketball team. At Drake. Yeah. And there are resources there. I tell you, I really like is the president of Drake, Marty Martin. This is a Gonzaga guy. Mm-hmm. And he understands what sports, college basketball, 
can do for the face of your university. And I think they got the right guy in Nico Medved. Yep. It's going to be a tough climb because they can't go transfer you and bring those guys in uh, because they're academics. But it's going to be a little slower process. But I think they got the right guy there. I really like Nico. I like his staff. They're out there really beating the bushes, trying to find and uncover some hidden gems. Uh, they're going to struggle this year. Yep. They may even struggle more next year because they've got five seniors. But if you give them time, I think he's going to produce a winner down there on uh, Locust Avenue. Mm, well, uh, look, Ali Farouk Manesh is on the staff. He spends time with Tim Miles. He's now back in uh, in the state of Iowa. He's on Medved staff. Will he be a head coach one day? You have to think that uh, you know that's his goal. What about Farouk Manesh uh, one day running his team? I tell you, uh, Ali, he's one of my favorite players, and I used to always draft him when I coached in the primetime summer league in Iowa City <laughs> yeah. because he just made your team better. Right, and He made everybody around you better. He's just one of those guys that has that hit about him. And then Dave Thorson, the other assistant. Now, Dave was with Clem Haskins at Minnesota. Then he went to uh, a, a high school up there in Minnesota and just dominated the state. So there is a – and this guy, Dave, a big thinker. He look he looks at things in the big picture. So they've got some really good people there. I think Nico's staff is that's the starting point. You got to have a great staff, mm-hmm. and you got you and as, and as uh, many coaches say, you can't you can't win with bad players. You can get beat with good players, but it's a lot easier to win with good players. So they got to get good players in there. Mm, all right, uh, the Valley, uh, no, no Wichita State, as everybody knows, they're in the AAC now, which is, uh, I think, a good spot for them. I really do. That uh, certainly helps that conference a ton, and they're going to be a major, major player uh, this year in the American. So without them, who becomes the favorite? Is it Ben Jacobson's Northern Iowa team? You saw them this past weekend uh, in uh, coming, uh, getting the win in come-from-behind fashion. What about the Panthers this year? What do you expect from them? Well, they are the team that everyone wants to emulate because they've been so consistent. The last 14 years, they've been in the upper half of the valley. So that that is, they're they're good, they're good every year. Last year was their Ben Jenkins' first losing season in his tenure there, and this is starting year number 12 for him. But this year, you got to look at Missouri State. They have Alize Johnson, who tested the NBA draft one uh, this summer. He's back. He's got an knee injury right now. But they returned a number of their players for Paul Lusk down there at Springfield. Six of the top seven are back, Kenny. Mm. That's my favorite right now, and most people are picking him because L.J. Johnson averaged a double-double last year. Uh, he's a big-time player. And they've got Ryan Kreklow, whose dad and uncle played for the Drake Bulldogs back in the day. Uh, pretty good squad there. And the other team I like is Loyola. Because they returned four of their five starters. Porter Mosier has really built a nice program after moving from the horizon. And I put Northern Iowa in there. Those are my top, a bit of a drop-off. I think Southern Illinois may be the sleeper in that group. That might be the surprise team. But uh, look for Missouri State, Loyola, and Northern Iowa to make a run at the title. Now that, as you mentioned, the Shockers have left that top wide open.
Uh, let's go to the uh, Big 12. It's going to be a different year in Ames this year, Kevin. They've had such a, such a tremendous run going back to the Hoiberg era and Steve Prohm taking over the ship and taking them to a sweet 16 a couple of years ago. Last year, another successful year. Uh, but all those guys are gone now. All Hoiberg's guys are gone. I know it's signing day today. They're very excited about the next class that Prohm is bringing in. But this year is going to be different at Hilton. The fans will still be there. They're as loyal a fan base as you well know is any in college sports quite frankly but it's just going to be different there there's going to be some nights that uh you know that uh that they're not the fan base isn't accustomed to they've been spoiled over the last and they deserve to be don't get me wrong but it's going to be a different year at hilton this year don't you think well no question you can't graduate the guys that they did monte morris and uh, matt thomas nasby too long you can't graduate those guys Burton. yeah i mean they've and you go back to uh, George Yang, they had a really good run of players. And they have an unbelievable signing class because wasn't the question on Steve Prohm, can he recruit yep. at the high major level? Mm-hmm. Well, this class he signed today has certainly proved he can do that. I'm with you, though, Kenny. It's going to be some ups and downs this year. Friday night they go to Mizzou. Oof. Now, Mizzou may be the most talked about program in the country right now with what Quanzel Martin has done there. They've already sold out their season tickets at Mizzou. Wow. So you're going to see a little bit about what Iowa State has, what they have to work on. I like their backcourt. I think with Jackson back there and Lindell Wigington, mm-hmm. they're pretty solid. Third is, what are they going to do with that four spot? Yeah. You know, we haven't seen Cameron Lard because he was suspended for that exhibition. We haven't seen Terrace Terrence Davis, how are they going to score in the front court? Because Solomon Young, I love the kid, but he's limited offensively in what he does. So they've got to find some ways to score differently than they did in the past. So it's going to be more defense. This is a team, Kenny, that in the open court I think will be pretty good. If you make him play half-court offense, they're going to struggle a little bit because they can't shoot the three ball like they have in the past. Well, Fran McCaffrey uh, certainly seems to have his best team, at least on paper. The, the, the question for him now, Nick Bear's going to be out, so that's going to give some other guys some some opportunities that may not have been there as, as, as Bear was going to play, you know, 22, 24 minutes. Uh, this is going to be a fun, uh, at least you would think, a pretty fun year uh, at Carver-Hawkeye this year. By far his best team. The question is, is how is he going to find time for all of those guys? When you look at Iowa, what do you see and where's their season? Kevin Lehman. It's a great problem to have is trying to find minutes for talented players rather than not having enough talented players for your minutes. This is an Iowa team, Kenny. They're going to lead the Big Ten in scoring again. And they are real offensively. And the injury to Nicholas Bear is going to give Jack Nungy a chance yeah. to show his skill level. It's going to give him more minutes. He is really, really talented. We're hearing a lot about Luca Garza. But when you see Jack Nunge at 6'11", playing at the three-point line, playing at that three-spot, posting up smaller players, knocking in three balls, he's going to be a really, really good player once he gets some confidence and a little bit more strength. I really like what I'm seeing from the Iowa Hawkeyes. But I'll tell you, everybody wants to pick them apart. They're going to score points. Their inside game is with Tyler Cook and Luca Garza. If, and here's what Jordan Bohan is going to find out. The best defender no longer is going to guard Peter Jock. He's going to guard yeah, a good Jordan point. Bohannon. It's a good point. So 
Jordan's points are going to come hard to come by because that best perimeter defender is going to be in his jocks. I like. I think they can score three points baskets with Bohannon, Ellingson. We, but they don't have guys that break you down for dribble, which are so important in today's game, especially with the rule changes. That's the one concern I have for Iowa that may keep them from making a big run, a run at the top two or three in the Big Ten. Good stuff, Kevin. We're out of time. We look forward to talking to you all winter long. Basketball season is here. Thank you, Kevin Lehman. We will uh, talk to you uh, in the weeks to come. Appreciate it, buddy. All right. Thank you, Kenny. Good to talk to you. Kevin Lehman, talking college basketball in the state of Iowa. We come back. Bama Bob will be here. We'll talk college football. Playoff rankings are out week number two. Who's got a chance? Who's got no chance? Bama Bob will be here. We'll do that on the other side. It's the Ken Miller Show. From 1700 KBGG, back after these. Hey, it's Tiki Barber. And Brandon Tierney. We are Tiki and Tierney, giving you the big scoop on all the games. Afternoons on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Boom! If you're sick and tired of the same old delivery options, I have an idea for you. It's Food Dudes Delivery. Food Dudes Delivery delivers for restaurants that normally don't deliver food. And with over 50 restaurants across the metro, Food Dudes Delivery can find whatever you're craving. And for listeners of Jimmy B and TC, $2 off any order of $20 or more. Just use the coupon code JBTC. That's JBTC for 2 bucks off your next order of $20 or more. Food Dudes Delivery. Online, Food Dudes Delivery. Pushing snow with a Fisher Plows Extreme V V-Plow that you'll find at Shuling Hitch isn't just a job this winter. It's kind of a rush, too. The Extreme V V-Plow can change from V to straight to scoop. It's versatile and efficient. With the exclusive Fisher Trip Edge design and fast hydraulics, you'll get the job done faster. Shop for your new Fisher Plows blade at Shuling Hitch Company. Two locations off 2nd north of the Interstate Des Moines and Alexander Avenue in Ames or shulinghitch.com. You're a miserable, pathetic little girl. Well, everything in moderation, especially family bonding. Tonight on a can't-miss new dynasty. Today begins a new era at Carrington Atlantic. In this family, business is everything and everything. How are you feeling, Claudia? You ruined our lives. You company slut. Okay, we're done here. Is everybody's business. Dynasty after Riverdale. All new tonight. Only on The CW. The drama is on CW Iowa 23. Don't miss Dynasty. Tonight at 8. Cumulus Media Des Moines encourages you to shop local, buy local this holiday season. Our local businesses are the lifeblood of our communities and a major driving force for the local economy, contributing to the tax base, which in turn supports our schools and helps to keep our infrastructure updated. Money spent locally supports all of us here and is very important to maintaining our way of life. 1700 KBGG encourages you to shop local this holiday season. Shop local is brought to you by these fine local businesses, The Hall, Total Truck, and Mattress Discounter. As a poop emoji, I see a lot of crap out on the road. But if you get in a car and don't wear a seatbelt, you're being a real head. Buckle up and make zero fatalities your goal in Iowa. Hey, it's Trent Condon here from Jimmy B and TC. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did. Call New Leaf Wellness. My weight had been increasing, my endurance during workouts was waning, and I was just feeling sluggish. New Leaf Wellness put together a program to help me lose weight, improve my energy, and they can do the same for you. Call New Leaf Wellness today at 515-650-1358 to schedule a free, no-obligation consultation. That's 515 650 
1358 for New Leaf Wellness. And tell them TC sent you. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Special Olympics Iowa will host their annual state bowling competition on Saturday, November the 18th at Bowlerama and Merle Hay Lanes in Des Moines. Bowling sessions will begin at 9.30 in the morning and continue throughout the day. Bowling is one of the most popular Special Olympic sports. It is a particularly beneficial sport to people with intellectual disabilities, regardless of their age or sports abilities, since it ensures participation and social integration. Plus, it's great fun. Athletes will participate in singles, doubles, unified doubles, or unified team play. Come out to Bowlerama or Merle Hay Lanes on Saturday, November the 18th to cheer these athletes on as they bowl. If you're interested in volunteering for Special Olympics Iowa State Bowling Tournament, go to soiowa.org backslash volunteer to get signed up today. For more information about Special Olympics Iowa, log on to soiowa.org or call the state office at 515-986-5520. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? Well, find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. Not the end of 90 days. If you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Taking up until uh, 2 o'clock, Mr. Executive makes it possible for us to talk with Paul Allen each and every week. He's the voice of the Minnesota Vikings, radio-wise. Vikings and the Redskins this week. We will talk to Paul Allen on Friday just after 1.30. Right now, we're going to talk college football. He's our thrice-weekly contributor. He's Bama Bob. He's with us Monday to recap the weekend, Friday to preview the weekend, and Wednesday to talk about what came down on Tuesday, which... In this case, is the college football playoff rankings. Edition number two, Bama Ken. Thanks for coming on, Bama Bob. How are you? I'm great, Kenny. How are you? I'm doing fine. Hey, before we get into uh, last night's uh, news, did you see USA Today? Today, um, apparently there was Bob Costas was part of a panel and talked about uh, football and where football in his mind is going. You know, he's quoted as saying, "The reality is the game destroys people's brains." I mean, it's hard. It's hard to you know to criticize that that take, if you will. But uh, he's talking about the cracks in the foundation and just the fact that you know we're talking about football here, and he called it what's what once was a cash machine. The fact that they're having difficulties in this sport, he thinks, is the most significant story in American sports. Uh, is he right? It could be, Ken, um, because I, I, I'll tell you, and I, I meant to discuss this with you, you know, on or off or whatever, but the, I, I do think we're seeing, you know, there's the whole anthem thing and the protests and, and, and that sort of stuff, which has just gotten blown so out of proportion as to what 
Colin Kaepernick originally intended it to be. Um, everybody's now politicizing it for their own agenda, but it's a factor, and you know people are losing money over it, and owners are getting nervous about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, you know, listen, it's not going away anytime soon. I think, I do think, Ken, the concussion issue is a real issue, and I mean, I, I think that is a real threat to the sport. And I'll, I'll give you an example, and I just, this is just you know straw poll, small sample size, whatever. You know, I live in Hoover, um, and Hoover High School is one of the you know biggest pro- the biggest program in the state, and one of the most successful in the country. Okay, mm-hmm. there are two feeder schools, elementary, uh, middle schools that feed into Hoover High School in Alabama. Five, in Alabama, yes. Right. About five years ago, when my son was coming through those two schools, those those two eighth grade classes consisted of a total of about. I'm going to say 160 eighth-grade players between the two middle schools. Mm. Um, now, they all fed to Hoover, and, you know, some of them, you know, not all of them played, but whatever. But those two schools, and, and so the freshman team had about 100 players on it, literally. This year's freshman team has 55. Mm. Okay, that's five years. Mm. It's the same two schools feeding it. The two middle school enrollment is down from about 160 players down to a little over 100. Um, so that's just in four or five years, and it's. I think it has a lot to do because parents are afraid to have their kids You're play right. They yep. see what's happening, and when it starts, at the, the the game's never going to go away. The sport's never going to go away. But more and more, I think as players, you know, become concerned about it, educated about it, you know, are they going to look for other avenues? I mean, you have to start thinking about it. And when when parents control the kid up really through high school as to whether they can play or not, you have to have a parent sign a permission form. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if a lot of them aren't going to do it, you know, you can't really start playing in college. You know, you have to play <laughs> right. in, in middle school and high school. So yeah. I think he might be on to something. I think it's going to take a while, but the, I think it's going to ultimately, you know, feed up to, you know, from the middle schools to the high schools to the colleges and, and potentially the NFL unless they figure out a way to, to make it safer. And I don't know how you do that because it's a collision sport. It certainly is, Bama Bob. Well, let's uh, let's leave that one uh, for for now. It, but you're right; it's something we're going to be talking about. I think in the years to come, uh, as Bob, Bob Costa talking about the decline of football. One of the he thinks is the biggest talker in American sports. Well, it seems like, um, and that and that certainly generates a ton of conversation. But so does so does the college football playoff rankings. The you Bama, deal with what's on the field and what's going on now. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, they came on last night at six o'clock. Then we took us till seven o'clock. I couldn't turn it off when it was over they had the i think after the ranking show and joe testador right. sat down and um i i watched it till the bitter end at eight o'clock i watched two hours of a tv show talking about college football playoff rankings and, and bama i was left wanting more <laughs> if there would have been another hour i would have been locked and loaded right there yeah what was yeah, your it, go ahead no no it, it is fascinating no I mean... it really is yeah, I, I, you know, the poll itself, Ken, I'm, I'm not surprised that we didn't see, you know, we really saw no movement, uh, you know. Up in, top. In the top yeah. Um, there, there were a couple of movers that I thought were sort of head scratchers. You know, some predictable. Miami moving up three spots, I think, to seven. Um, you know, certainly setting up that, that game with Notre Dame this week. Um, Wisconsin moves, you know, kind of inching up through attrition as much as anything. Um, I thought Auburn jumping four to, t- to number 10 was interesting because I-, I don't think they can do it, Ken, but they've got a ch- 
You're talking about a two-loss team with a chance, potentially, because if you think about it, they have Georgia this week, yep. then they play a cupcake, then they play Alabama, and they could potentially play Georgia again. They could go Georgia-Bama-Georgia the next three <laughs> games. You somehow find a way to win all three of those, and mm. you're keeping that team out of the playoff. I don't, I don't think so. Mm-mm. The other one I found really curious, and I, I think it's this is where they say, you know, you know, look, we don't we, we rank teams on their face, and you know, uh, we don't we don't set up matchups. Well, well, that, you know, Michigan State moving up 12, 12 spots, massive jump. So they win over Penn State. They are setting up a Big Ten championship game. If Michigan State beats Ohio State this week, they are setting Michigan State mm-hmm. to move way up into the top ten and have a, a matchup with an undefeated Wisconsin to go to the playoff. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't tell me otherwise. There is no reason for Michigan State to jump from 24 to 12 off of that win over Penn State this weekend. They yeah. are setting that game up, and I don't care. Nobody will convince me otherwise. So those are the two things that kind of jumped out at me. Uh, you know, Ohio State slipping. You can talk about all the other ones you want. Uh, Ohio State, Penn State falling seven spots. But to me, the Michigan State thing, tells me that the committee is looking at potential matchups and they do have conference championship games in mind as they're ranking these teams. There's no other explanation. Yeah, the fact that they were listed in the, in the Big Ten East ahead of Ohio State and Penn State. Look, yep. D'Antonio's done a terrific job. Let's be honest. Yeah. This was the three-win right. football team last year, all the off-the-field stuff. This right. is uh, this is, I mean, He might be coach of the year in the Big Ten. Fair to say? He uh, might be. He could be. He's going to get. He's going to get some run. Um, you know, Ferris. I think might have a shot at it if he can. You know, win out. I don't beat know Wisconsin. Yep. Beat Wisconsin. Um, you know, and you know Nebraska, which is, you know should. a rivalry. Yeah. It should they should win that game. But um, yeah, I mean, who else? I mean, Franklin. You know, should probably still get some votes mm-hmm. uh, just because of the turnaround he's had at Penn State, and you know. <laughs> You know, Paul Christ, I mean, my God, all you can do is win all the games you can <laughs> play. I mean, yeah. nobody's giving him any credit. So they're going to get probably one shot. Uh, they, they do have Iowa. I think the Iowa win obviously helps them uh, a lot. But, I mean, they're going to basically get one shot uh, at the title, if you will. Uh, and, and that's going to probably be in the Big Big Ten Championship game if they can get by the Hawkeyes. You know what I came away with last night as well, Bama, that you know we forget, right? We think it's you know, conference championships and unbeaten, and let's say it is Wisconsin that runs the table in their 13-0. But here, here's the thing. I mean, it, the committee basically told us that they are fi- that that they are giving us in their opinion and there's 13 voices in that room all carrying exactly the same weight at least that's what we're told and I want to believe that that yeah. they want to give us the four best teams that they're going to that they, they'll look at a Wisconsin 13 and 0 and if they think that a one loss Clemson or a um a 12 data point one loss Notre Dame is better they're going to be in and Wisconsin's going to be on the outside looking and they want the four best teams and i think we forget that sometimes well we do ken but again i, I go and, and i want to believe it i really do and, and because i i go back to the ohio state uh you know oklahoma game this year you know notre dame georgia okay those games should matter somebody's got to lose it i mean let's face it right but those are the kind of games that fans want it's great for the sport you should get credit for winning a game like that, even if you drop a game later, and then you've got a team like Wisconsin who plays just an absolute powder puff 
of a non-conference schedule. You should get credit for playing that game, you know, what win or lose, if you will, uh, over a team that really doesn't challenge themselves. Now, conference, you know, conference schedule, you really can't control. That is set by each individual conference, what division you're in, your <clears throat> pardon me, your crossover games, that kind of thing. You really can't control that. You can't control your three or some, in some cases, four non-conference games. And, you know, those are the ones that I think you really got to step up in the scheduling. Um, but, again, I keep going back to the Michigan State thing. I, you can't tell me Michigan State's one of the 12 best teams in the country right now. I just, I'm not sure I buy that, kid. And if they are, how did they, how did they double their, you know, go from 24 to 12, if you will, uh, in one week uh, over, over beating, you know, Penn State? I, I just, I, I think there is some, there is some element to it where they're looking at, you know, potential matchups and potential, you know, big games and, and interest in the sport versus just, hey, well, you know, we got a Big Ten championship game. Both teams are out of it. Uh, were, you, were you surprised that um, Kirby Holka wanted no part of Reese Davis's question regarding Oklahoma's defense? You know, right. the fact that he wants he wants a complete football. He's speaking on behalf of the committee, so he's just right. their mouthpiece. So the committee, I should phrase it, wants a complete team. They love Oklahoma's offense, but they realize that this is a team that should they get in, um, they're going to have to play some defense against Alabama or Georgia or Clemson or Notre Dame. I I think that um, a it was eye opening to me that you know that the both sides of the football matter in this Bama. It, it is Kim, but I'll tell you I don't I don't know that it should. I mean, look at the two games we've had the last two years. I mean, it, would would you not want Deshaun Watson in those games against Alabama? Absolutely. I mean, Clemson didn't play great defense, and we know Oklahoma doesn't either. But I you know I I keep going back to. Clemson is getting a lot of credit for losing a game that, the com- in the committee's mind, they wouldn't have lost if the quarterback hadn't got hurt. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. now I, I'm not—I am just not a proponent of that. I understand, you know, I, injuries happen, and you—and I understand that this is your most important player, most important position. But it happens if you're really a playoff team. You should be able to overcome the loss of that and beat a team like Syracuse. Now, Syracuse is better. I understand they're kind of like Wake Forest in the ACC. They're a pest. Okay, they're they're, they're better than than we think they are. But the fact that you couldn't do it, you're getting a lot of credit versus a team like Oklahoma that lost to a better team in Iowa State. And you know, look, Baker Mayfield. I don't care if Oklahoma plays defense or not. I can guarantee you that if he gets in a game with Alabama or Georgia, he's going to drive them nuts. <laughs> yeah. okay? He's exactly the type of player, mobile, fearless, can make all the throws. Now, it's not going to be an up-and-down fest like a you know, video game like it was in, in the Bedlam game the other day. But, you know, it's, it will not be like that, but it will be exciting. You know, we saw, you know, we, we, we've seen him in the past uh, in these games, and, I mean, I, I just, I don't know. I just, I just like the fact that, you know, you can say you want a complete team, but you know Alabama's offense is, is pretty limited at times. Are you saying that you know you don't mm-hmm. want them in the game because they don't they don't score sixty points versus you're penalizing Oklahoma because they give up fifty two? I mean, I, I don't know. I just mm-hmm. I think again, it's the four. Who, who do you think are the four best? Not the most complete and balanced because if you want complete and balanced. 
sometimes that equates to boring. I like a contrast of styles. I love the last two games where you had an all-time Alabama defense against an all-time quarterback, and I don't think anybody who's a football fan, regardless of what team you're rooting for, you're right. I don't think walks away from those two, last two national championship games going, man, I was really disappointed. Yeah, I want my money back. I didn't get entertained. No, you're 100% <laughs> right. Hey, Bama, USC is interesting because they are, they're up to 11. They jumped six spots. I think they were the second biggest mover. Them in Washington State were the two big movers. Uh, now, USC, uh, they, they looked really good against Arizona, but not too many weeks ago. In fact, the week before, no, two weeks before that, they looked really bad when they went into South Bend and got spanked their, uh, uh, by uh, by the Fighting Irish. They're still going to play Washington, in all likelihood Washington. Uh, right. USC has basically sealed their fate. They've won the South for all intents and purposes. Is USC a team that the committee... I mean, I don't think there is a Pac-12 team there. So we'll start by asking you if there, do you think a Pac-12 team can find their way in? And if USC beats Washington, how does the committee get by that Notre Dame blowout, or do they? Yeah, I don't. I don't think USC is is a contender. Ken, I mean, they're going to have. They would have to have an awful lot to happen. I mean, they it, just everything would have to break right. I think Notre Dame might have to lose two games. Um, you know, Georgia may have to lose two games. You know, Alabama might have to lose a game. You know, Clemson and Miami. I mean, I think for USC in particular to get in, I, you know, that's a reach for me. And and it's like you said, it's not just the losses; it's the manner of the losses. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they weren't competitive uh, against Notre Dame, and and you know, again, you know, two loss Notre Dame, two loss USC. I'm taking Notre Dame if it's head to head. I mean, there's no question about it. So I, I just I don't. I don't think there's a way back in for them. Washington, you know, they jumped, uh, what, three Three spots? spots, Three spots, yeah. So they're up to nine, I guess, now. Um, You know, look, they got the Apple Cup. That's going to be a a game that's, you know, going to hold some interest now because, you know, Washington State, again, another team that beat USC. Um, So that game's going to hold some interest. you know, playing USC in a in a championship game would hold some interest. I don't think Washington is out of it completely, particularly, you know, if the big if the Big Ten breaks wrong, if you want to look at it that way. If, if uh, you know, if Ohio State, you know, beats Michigan State and then turns around and beats Wisconsin, or Wisconsin loses to Iowa, I think that would take the Big Ten almost totally out of the picture. The Big Twelve still got some games where they can kind of, you know cannibalize each other, if you will, um, and, and you know who knows what could happen there. So if Washington keeps winning, they could sneak back in, um, you know, maybe over two lost Notre Dame or, or two lost Georgia or Alabama or whatever. I'm not sure, but uh, I, I don't see a I don't see a path in for USC. I don't look at them and go, man. And I know they got a great quarterback, yeah. uh, but I don't look at them. I, I no point this season. Have I looked at that team in the in the few games I've watched them and go, wow, you know, I think they can compete with the big boys, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Oklahoma or, or Ohio State at the time or, or Alabama or Georgia or Notre Dame. I mean, they proved they couldn't compete with Notre Dame. So uh, I, I just I don't see it. But you know, stranger things have happened. We go back to 2007 when you know LSU got into the to, then the BCS game with two losses. So yep, no yep, doubt. No. Bam, we got yep. 30 seconds left. Uh, we we know the top four. Uh, Georgia, Alabama, Notre Dame, and Clemson. Who's 
the most likely to fall out of that top four. The music's going to play here right away, and we're on a computer since Trent's gone, so it's going to be a hard break. So of those four, Georgia, Alabama, Notre Dame, Clemson, who's like uh, who's uh, most likely to fall out? Oh, man. Uh, i, I got to say it's Notre Dame, Ken. I mean, because they already have a loss. Yep. Okay. I mean, Alabama and Georgia do not. So, and, and the anybody they lose to with one loss, it's going to be a quote unquote good loss. Be it Auburn, who's ranked tenth, or be it to each other in an SEC championship game. Notre Dame already with a loss. They got at Miami. They got at Stanford. Two tough games. Uh, you know, Clemson probably right behind them because they they're probably going to have to play Miami. So, uh, I, I would say Notre Dame just because they already have a loss and that's really tough road games. Bama, we will talk to you on Friday, 1240. We'll preview what's just a phenomenal weekend of games, uh, as they seem to always be. Thank you, Bama. We'll talk to you Friday. Always enjoy it, Ken. Good to talk to you, as do I. Bama Bob talking college football. You can follow Bama on Twitter, at Bama Bob, B-A-M-A-B-O-B, at Bama Bob on Twitter. We'll come back, wrap things up. It's the Ken Miller Show. We're here Monday through Friday, noon to 2, on 1700 KBGG. The Dave Ramsey Show on 1700 KBGG is provided by Bowman Shaw Tax and Financial Planning in West Des Moines. They can custom tailor a winning strategy for your money to make the most of your investments and pay the least taxes on your income. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. Greater Des Moines Habitat for Humanity's new Restore is now open in Urbandale. Donations of home improvement items to Restore are sold to the public to support Habitat's mission of building homes, communities, and hope. So donate, shop, and volunteer at your nearest Restore on East Euclid or in Urbandale. If you're a pro, you don't buy a little of this or that. You buy a lot of this or that. And at the Home Depot, you save even more. Save up to 15% at bulk discounts on select pro-grade products from top brands like 3M, Loctite, and Liquid Nails. As a pro, you work hard for your money. You shouldn't have to work hard to save it. Up to 15% at bulk discounts on select pro-grade products. Only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. See store for details. Macy's Veterans Day sale has the lowest prices of the season on select furniture and mattresses. Get the Maya Leather Sofa, only $799. The Tribeca Queen Storage Bed, $489. Or a Simmons Beauty Sleep Queen Mattress Set, $297. Plus, get free white glove delivery and setup on any mattress purchase of $787 or more. Shop in-store at Macy's.com or call 1-800-BUY-MACY. Savings off regular and sale prices exclusion supply. Seriously, it's November. Ready or not, the holidays are coming. So get ready at the Jared Semi-Annual Event, November 10th through 12th. Come enjoy our best prices of the season and discover hundreds of pieces you'll only find at Jared. The Jared Semi-Annual Event. That's why he went to Jared. Some exclusions apply. See Jared.com for details. Napa Know How. 
Ice, snow, rain, and 24-hour holiday music. Winter throws a lot at you. That's why Napa has exact fit wiper blades for $10 off per pair. These durable, long-lasting blades will help you defend against winter's worst. Holiday music not included. So save 10 bucks today with Napa exact fit wiper blades. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores. Offer ends 12 31 you can help plant the seeds of hope in the heartland. Imagine how an at-risk child's life can change when one small act of kindness leads to an entirely different path. Wildwood Hills Ranch is transforming the lives of at-risk children, one heart and one child at a time, through year-round character, leadership, and teamwork training. Frederick Douglass was right. It is better to build strong children than repair broken men. Help forge a path by sponsoring an at-risk child today. Learn more by visiting wildwoodhillsranch.org. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Cap is back. Flag Guy here. We're proud to sponsor the foremost expert on all things Chicago, Dave Kaplan, weekly here on the Ken Miller Show. While Cap has the behind the scenes on your favorite Chicago sports team, we have the flags, Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, Sox, Cubs. We've got them all. Northwestern, too. I guess they kind of count. Check out our Chicago flags and a whole lot more online at heartlandflags.com. And peep the retail store, too. 3719 Southwest 9th, Des Moines. Final couple of minutes here, a midweek edition, Wednesday edition of the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent Conant and myself with you noon until 2. Trent today with the day off, he's calling state volleyball, but he'll be back tomorrow. Now Friday, Trent will be back up in the Unidome again. Uh, he's got the semifinal game between Ankeny Centennial and Dowling Catholic. And if you're used to listening to high school football here on Friday nights on 1700, there's a conflict in the building uh, because the UNI Panthers, who we uh, carry both football and basketball, the Panthers play against the defending national champions, North Carolina Tar Heels. So 1700 will stay with the Panthers. If you're a high school football fan and you want to listen to Ankeny Centennial and Dowling, you'll have to switch to the FM dial on the Vibe 98.3 starting at 7 o'clock is where you'll be able to find that game. So if you have a student, know of somebody that uh, that uh, lives in Ankeny or fan of high school football, not going up to the Dome, um, you're not you're a Mediacom subscriber, so you won't be able to watch it on television, tune into the radio broadcast. Trent's been doing it all season long throughout the playoffs, and he'll be up in the Domes the next two weeks. But this coming Friday, 
The game will be on 98-3, the vibe. Panthers stay here. High school football semifinal heads over to 98.3. Kickoff is, I think, just after 7, like 7.06, 7.07, somewhere around there. Final couple of minutes, and Bama kind of touched on it a little bit uh, right at the end there. With the announcement, the college football playoff rankings being unveiled last night for week number two, the slate this week is just, it's it's off the charts, folks. I mean, there essentially there are three windows, right, on college football. There's the 11 o'clock kick, there's the 2.30 kick, and then there's the 7 o'clock or the prime time kick. 11 o'clock on, on Saturday morning, here are the playoff teams that are ranked that are going to be playing. Ohio State and Michigan State. 11 o'clock kick. That's 12 versus 13. 15, Oklahoma State versus 21, Iowa State. Senior day at Jack Trice Stadium. That bad boy is on ABC. Um, then we move to the afternoon, CBS, number one versus number 10. Are you kidding me? Georgia versus Auburn. Oh, by the way, in that same time slot, number 20, Iowa, on the road at Camp Randall, taking on number eight, Wisconsin. At night... At 7 o'clock, your clicker, change the batteries, folks. I know that when we, when you fall back, when you change the clock, you're supposed to change all the batteries and the smoke detectors, etc. I might throw the remote onto that list. Uh, number 3, Notre Dame versus number 7, Miami. At the same time, over on Fox, number 5, Oklahoma, hosting number 6, TCU. That is a crazy slate of games. And I missed one. 6 o'clock. Number two, Alabama, at number 16, Mississippi State. What a weekend of college football. There's going to be some things work themselves out after this coming Saturday uh, is in the books, as our show is for today. But I'm back tomorrow from noon until 2. Trent will be here. Look forward to seeing him. Thank you to Tim Dara. Thank you to David Kaplan and Heartland Flags. Kevin Lehman stopped by, as did Bama Bob, back tomorrow at noon. It's the Ken Miller Show, talking local sports with you Monday through Friday from noon to 2 on 1700 KBGG. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC. Des Moines' savviest sports duo on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Easter Seals Iowa provides support for children and adults with disabilities in our community. From the fun of Camp Sunnyside to employment and daily living skills, Easter Seals provides a wide range of support to promote independence. We have so much fun out in the sun here at Camp Sunnyside. Learn more at EasterSealsIA.org. Black and Cardinal Divide is the first website dedicated to the Cyhawk rivalry. We cover both the Hawkeyes and the Cyclones. This is Cody, and I cover Iowa State. And I'm Derek, his younger brother, who covers the Hawkeyes. We'd like to encourage you to jump over to bcdivide.com. Tune in Wednesdays and Thursday nights as we will talk all things Cyclones and Hawkeyes. Jump over to bcdivide.com. Join us for daily banter and our social media pages at bcdivide. As brothers and fans of different teams, we grew up with a heated Cyhawk rivalry within our own family. Join us at bcdivide.com to embrace the rivalry. Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Bellagio. 
two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100th Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian done right. Villaggio. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. You're a miserable, pathetic little girl. Well, everything in moderation, especially family bonding. Tonight on a can't-miss new dynasty. Today begins a new era at Carrington Atlantic. In this family, business is everything and everything. How are you feeling, Claudia? You ruined our lives. You company slut. Okay, we're done here. This is everybody's business. Dynasty after Riverdale. All new tonight, only on The CW. The drama is on CW Iowa 23. Don't miss Dynasty, tonight at 8. Something different? Head to Pita Pit and try an endless combination of lean meats, toppings, and spreads. Pita Pit is a fun, casual atmosphere with fresh, made-to-order pitas on a unique flatbread you'll only find at Pita Pit. Come in for the Pita Pit classics like the chicken souvlaki, gyro, buffalo chicken, chicken Caesar, and Philly steak. Or try one of the new artisan pitas like chicken pesto, bacon cheeseburger, hot shot chicken, Thai satay chicken, Tuscan chicken, and steak fajita. Pita Pit also does catering. And don't forget, every Wednesday is double meat for 99 cents. Order online at PitaPitUSA.com. That's PitaPitUSA.com. Pita Pit, fresh grilled, flavor filled. Now you can try the Pita Pit for yourself and save. The Pita Pits in Ankeny, Urbandale, Des Moines, and West Des Moines are this week's sweet deal. Get $50 worth of Pita Pit certificates to use at these locations for only $25. Get this Pita Pit sweet deal for yourself Friday morning at 9 at 1700kbgg.com. Kate here with Food Dudes Delivery. Are you tired of the same old delivery options? Food Dudes Delivery can solve that problem for you. We deliver for restaurants that don't do delivery. Order through us at fooddudesdelivery.com. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office party tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. 17. 